Hello and welcome to the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. I am your host, Janessa A. Henderson, and this is episode 13, Dating After Divorce, part two with Grady L. Henderson, my big brother, my bro, my first best friend, like for real, my blood brother. Say what's up, man. See, folks can't do right. Anyway. Can't do right. Y'all know we brother and sister, so he gonna be coming. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whichever time you're hearing this podcast, I am your new host, Grady Leron Henderson. Thanks. He pity. But anyway, so we just gonna talk about dating after divorce. I'ma just get, you know, your your experience, man, you know? Mm-hmm. So just well, you don't have to go through like why you divorced or anything. Or just like, you know, go through the series or guess the process and how everything was. For marriage? Yeah, first. you yeah, you can just give give us yeah. a brief synopsis. To be honest with you, you know, you, you think you know someone and you um you you know, if you don't ask the right questions or for whatever reason, even if you do ask the right questions, some things just might not go as planned so i guess that's what would be my uh truth it would be things didn't go as i had planned them and that's okay you know get to the um it was a process to where it took a while um to get the divorce uh you have to catch up with people you have to talk to them you gotta make sure you know um they on board someone got paid for it and, um, you know, make sure you have a good lawyer. I wanted to make sure I had a lawyer who knew what they were doing, knew what they were doing to make the process smooth. So once that all happened, uh, yeah, able to say I'm back, was back on the market, so to speak. Okay. So uh, in the process of divorce, you know, it's like a healing process. So... What ways did you heal? Yeah, so in divorce, you um, you got people who, you know, for whatever reason why you got a divorce, you have to come to terms with that. You know, you just say to death do us part. So you know, this is um, this is something that's um, sacred, uh, bond, um, and you're breaking it. Uh, for whatever reason, um, whether it's um, you're in the wrong or no one's in the wrong, you know, it's okay. But, um, you know, I had to come to grips that I still believed in marriage. I did not, I, I still believed in the, in the beauty of it. Um, I still believe, of course, now more than ever that it takes work um, and not everything is uh something to just walk away from but and all that you know just um getting back to who loving myself really truly loving myself um and getting to know who i am and the person i've changed and have become over these years and even through the marriage you know you people do change and you have to realize and so you have to Come to realization of who you are. That's your truth. Your um, 
you know, that's your business, you know, but you gotta uh, be respectful of, um, you know, of the fact that, and mindful of the fact that you are different. You know, I have to, res I have to respect myself and understand that I made mistakes, but that's okay. I uh, understand that, you know, not necessarily in marriage, but just in life in general. And uh, life teaches you stuff. So uh, taking a step back and kind of just looking at myself and being like, okay, this is who I am. This is where I'm trying to go. You know, I'm also setting those goals and, you know, uh, uh, the like I said, marriage is still my goal in, in dating. And so that was uh, something that I had to remember and, you know, uh, learn to um, push towards and not be all out here wilding out. Okay. So while let's talk about the dating. Well, I mean, I know that you didn't. Well, I hope you ain't wild out. I ain't no. I don't know what you did. No, no. I yeah, ain't no telling, bro. You don't be telling me everything. So, what uh, what were your some of your experiences dating? Well, I did date before I my my divorce was finalized. That's a that's a difficult one for some people. Um, you know, going through divorce. True, I did too. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> people, you know. Some people be like, and for most people, they, they're like us. We know it's over. We just going through some logistics to get it finalized. Right. In my yeah. case, it was COVID that pushed my stuff back. Right. And so some people just look at the fact that, oh, you're, you know, you try to date them and you got to tell them this. Hey, I'm still legally married. I'm officially legally separated for sure but going through divorce whatever the reason it, for guys especially i know some women are a little hesitant about dating someone who who has that situation going on but you know we can show evidence you, you can see if someone is really truly hiding it or not but it was for me it was a hard it was a hard starter in the beginning because they had to trust me that this is that relationship is over and that the new one you know with them will be filled with getting that finalized before we go a step further so yeah dating was um the biggest thing was really dating before that the before the finalized papers came you know it's just seemed weird at times you know because people can make it weird but it is what it is. So how 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 many people, if you don't mind telling us, did you date before this face you make it? I wish I could see you. How many people did you date before it was finalized? Two. Okay, that ain't even that I ain't think. that many. I think. Yeah, that's what Officially you say you two. think. It and might be more than it. One of them wasn't even that much. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, like, okay, before you before you got married, how would you compare the two? Like, 
dating before you got married because for me it was totally different and then you getting back out there after being married for so long you know and off the market dating before you get married whatever religious affiliation you are with whatever your religious beliefs is most people will say let's try to well you try to wait some people try to wait before marriage wait until marriage for sex so you have the sex aspect for me it was trying to abstain, and before marriage, it was um, dating. Was I got a? I never been a husband, but I feel like oh, I can be a good job at this because you know watching other people. My father saw the mistakes he things he could have did better. Mm-hmm. Um, saw their dynamics, things that they could have did better, things that they did great at seeing their examples, seeing other people, seeing actually probably all, a majority of my aunties and uncles not do well at that particular thing, marriage. Um, You know, so I would date to try to, you know, not become one of those statistics. I didn't want to, um, also wanted the family life, right? So wanted the, you know, child, all, you know, and we, you know, in the house with me and my wife, whoever that would be. So it was like a fairy tale thing. So it was a lot of things that marriage brings on that I did not um, anticipate. Mm-hmm. Um, probably now very intelligent, not saying I didn't know that these were problems that happened in marriage. I just never have went through it. Living with someone is different. So I never lived with someone until I had got married. So Mm -hmm. um, that's, that made it to where now this is a whole different ball game here. Um, So afterward, it's like you used to, you used to certain things. Mm-hmm. Not not saying you get used to the arguments too, probably, I guess, if you've been married to someone who's a jerk. But anyway, um, but you're used to really, like, going home and having Have someone them. there, um, whether they, they tripping one day or not. They're there. Um, they're supposed to be there, right? Um, having, going home and having um, a... Um, you know, food, uh, whether cooked by yourself or by the other person, um, you know, uh, sex, um, whatever kind of sexual activity, you know, sometimes guys, they say they beg for or whatever, but it's still some kind of affection there with the, um, with the other partner. And so this brings about a sense of, you know, when you, when that's gone now, it's like you gotta feel the wood. At first I had to f- stop myself from jumping into uh marriage again quickly because that's f- because that void was there. So you wanna not want go you wanna, you know, um do this happy I know I can do it this time, you know, you, you wanna you wanna play house, you wanna get it get it done or quickly. Yourself. Or, because you, because you messed up, or you think, cause not that you necessarily, I didn't mess up, or no one that's listening probably truly messed up. You know, probably was the other person. It's just that you feel like you messed up probably by 
ignoring red flags before you got into a relationship, more than likely you knew that wasn't the person you were supposed to be with in the first place. Um, but the people do change, and people can change totally on you. And so you probably married someone who was great, and they didn't they didn't do what they were supposed to do as far as um, growing with mm-hmm. you. And so when people don't grow with you, you 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 leaving them. Y'all now y'all too wide, too 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 far distant. One is here spiritually, the other one's there, and now you that's not gonna work. Um, but anyway, so um, seeing first person they say that that look like they they bought their business, they pretty good. You know, you're all happy and stuff. Now you want to really test the waters. You want to, you know, you kind of have to also you might have had sexual partners before you were married and but now that you're married you, and you got married now after marriage those sexual partners like the things you kind of have to you were used to one thing with that person so now you gotta switch it up and you gotta realize you know uh, don't be expecting that from this person um you know, um, there, something, whatever will work for you guys. If y'all are truly meant to be and get married this time, that person, whatever y'all come up with on your own that works for you will work for you. So, um, at the, you have to stop comparing. So mm-hmm. I think it was, and then looking for the worst. It's my other thing, you know, be kind of like, you know, wondering if you're going to blow up uh, over whatever, you know, You've been with someone so long, or even when I say so long, you can be, I was only married for, um, um, before we separated a year and a half, but that's over 400 days of like being with someone all the time mm-hmm. and trying to make it work too. So you got like, you know, their mannerisms and everything and something could tick you off about your new relationship that from your that you that you know that may have looked similar from your marriage and now you're like you know wondering why you upset over something small when you gotta realize it was from that other person's um you know their triggers and it might not be that you know the frown or a certain look might not be from might, might not be devastating you know to in, to, in this new relationship, you just brought in baggage. So yeah. I guess so. Healing is important. Healing is important. So you know, but um, it was different. You 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 have more expectations, um, more realistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, your new marriage, I mean your new relationship. You under you, you of course you want to you want to get married again. So you kind of ask different questions now financially. Everything is now different. Yeah. Before, I was willing to, you know, we're going to be broke together. We're going to roll two nickels together. That's it. We're going to make it. We're going to grow from there. Now, kind of don't want to go through that. Kind of like, you know, gave it a shot. Kind of just want to just, you got some money. I got some money. Cool. If you ain't got no money, eh, do you have dreams? Eh, Are you working by the on time, <laughs> By the time we get married, hopefully you something then came through. You know, that kind of thing, because, and I, I hate to sound like that, but it's like, you know, if if they're not growing financially, 
that means that they're not going i mean you can't do it while we're in this talk in this talking phase dating phase i don't have to know your all your financial stuff but i have to know that you have a sense of you you, you value saving you value even though it's hard to save out here you value saving you value um you know um having your own and you know um you value like money being pushed pushed aside and saved for a rainy day those kind of things you just you see the importance of that if you if i can see that and i can see you working towards your own little rainy day fund and all that kind of stuff whether or not you have to dip in or not they ain't not my business you know but uh right now but i can see that you have your own or have something of your own and that's great that's going to be more attractive to me now than it would be back then before i dated back before i dated i would have been willing to do whatever i'm speaking from a guy's perspective do whatever to try to you know provide the home or whatever but now it's like a part, you, i hate to say a but yeah i you know not like i couldn't bring do it all myself now but wouldn't be so much easier if you can bring something to the table too you know and that just that that means that we just gonna only go further yeah. right only go further together yeah. so like the people that you dated you don't have to mention their names or anything but like were those so I, dating like somebody said it and it made sense like how will you know, you know, how will you find the person or how will the person find you if you don't date? You know, like, so you got to put yourself out there, you yeah. know, at some point, even though, you know, you at some point when you're ready, I will say, like, to anybody in transition or in divorce or just, like, even if you're in transition, you're not in the divorce state, but especially divorcees, like, I would say, put yourself out there when you're ready, like, when you've healed, like, uh, or you know, you not in the grief, still in the grieving state because like in a divorce you grieve, you grieve a a marriage that you grieve a life that you had like you once had, and so um, I, like I disagree. You disagree with what? Some of the words you use for what? You say grieving. When you like, when? I, it's hard to. I think you're grieving more so the idea of it. But, That's what I'm saying. But you it's grieving. not like it's, it's not. It can't happen again. So of not, course. So it's almost as if you're saying, almost as if you're saying you miss that person. No, I wouldn't say like I wouldn't. No, no, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. And so my therapist made it plain for me when he was talking to me about divorce and like I was going through the process. Or like after the process and everything, he said it's okay to not want the person, but it's okay to like this is what you have. Like at twenty four, when I got married, like by the time, like by my age now, where I saw myself, and like I I didn't expect to, because a lot of people equate divorce with failure, and they they you think you're a failure, and we both came from we came from a parent of a marriage of 44 years so like we both it was raised in the same household everything we had par both parents and for us to be divorced 
like it, at some point it put like had me thinking that I was a failure even though I wasn't but you know like so he said it's okay for you to grieve what you lost like the the idea that you had for yourself maybe I didn't say the word right but the idea that you thought that you could like for me like I thought the person had potential like I thought that they would step up to the plate and be who I needed them to be, but they weren't growing. I was, so I'm over here. We like un, unlevel, like at all. We ain't together. So like, I'm just saying, like, after you have, when you have you have been alone for a minute. I'm saying like after divorce, don't just jump into something new. Like after you divorce, I'm saying like after you've given yourself that time to, even if it's not grieve, but just to be by yourself and know what you actually want or whatever, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. Some people, and some people take, I agree, um, some people take a time, um, take more time than others. Um, some yeah. situations are different than others. What if the guy cheated on you? What if the woman cheated on you? Now you got to really deal with the true issue. On, you kind of want closure, mm-hmm. but then you kind of don't want to talk to the person. And and open up the worm can of worms, but if you can't get the answer on why, you know they truly did what they did, you know, great, that's great. If they cheated on you, if you cheated on your husband or your wife, then and y'all are getting divorced, you're able. You need to understand why you did it. And um, um, but if y'all just have ever, um, just some, uh, just some issues that y'all just couldn't resolve or uh, whatever, or just, you just tired of the just abuse, whether it's physical or emotionally or both. Um, like me. And yeah, or just, you know, you know, just going through things. You just like, we, we just gonna call it quits. Cool. Um, some people will heal faster than others. Some people move on faster than others, but it has to be, you have to still go through the process. And I will say that uh, I went through the process through through this the winter winter time, um, fall and winter of um, after the separation, and uh, you know putting myself out there. Yes, the first relationship, couple times. You know, first one didn't really. It was more so. Oh, I like you because you like me so much. You know, people can get you because you 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 feeling like in the back of your mind you might be feeling this. Hey, I'm, you know, how I'm gonna ever get back in? First of all, I gotta say that I've been married before. That always this this society puts that as a, a, a like a red flag, so to speak. But yeah. it shouldn't be like that because there's a lot more people divorced than you think. Um, and you know, then you gotta um. People, you know, someone might say you're pretty. Someone might say you're handsome. Now you all looking like, <laughs> yeah, I am, huh? You know, because now someone's actually noticing you again. Um, the only person that noticed you was your husband or wife. Eventually, you know, if, and y'all were stuck together. And that person was giving you that affection. Mm-hmm. Now someone else is giving it to you. You know, you might jump into that. I will say it's not. I don't see a harm in dating. Um, after you kind of re- know the answers on why your your marriage ended, 
and what you can do better on your end, you can always have done something better and saved it. Or maybe it didn't need to be saved. But whatever the reason is, if some said issue comes up again with a better human being, then you'll be able to navigate through it because you've you've um, dealt with the, the reality that maybe your reactions aren't the best, that you can react differently. You can always do something better. But sometimes just people are just crazy and a-holes. So now you get someone talking to them. That first one might not be the one. Might be just, you know, it might be just a little trial. But yeah, it gets yeah. you back in there. And you realize that this is a lot harder than it was before. Before, yeah. you, it's like you didn't have the weight of a covenant on you. Or comparing it to from, something. From yeah. before. And so now, this is like, it's like, and I will say those, anybody single listening to someone... And they want you. You know, you might have know someone that you kind of like that you want to marry, or I mean, not marry, get into a relationship with that's been divorced. If they have it, if they healed and everything, these people should, and you got a connection with them. There should be, and you really want to get in a relationship with. But the only thing holding you back because they've been divorced, uh, uh-uh. the that person should be, if they healed, they they will. They shouldn't be playing games. Uh, if they want to be married too, and they express that, then they they've been through some stuff, mm-hmm. um, and it's a good thing, right? Yeah. So sometimes people say it's a bad thing, you know, because you got you got the old relationship. But I know some people who not haven't been married and been in relationships long time term, mm-hmm. and those are like marriages. Because they, they like common law marriage. Yeah, yeah, you live together and stuff. That's even worse to me. Because now you didn't even make the commitment if before you know the state and God, but you 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 you're you're playing you're playing the roles together in the house and stuff, and now it's even it feels like you should be living on eggshells because that person can leave any time, and you don't have no paperwork you, like they so, leave ain't no so we when agreement. we when we left we had to go get. A whole, the whole state involved, and and say we want a delusion of this marriage. This is um, it's a serious thing. Um, so also when people get a divorce, they, people, if you're gonna date someone, know that they, that's something they went through, just to, to get the divorce. That's a lot they went through, as far as like, legally, and yeah. so. If they say they done, they done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not. I mean, that's not everybody's truth, but most people. If like people you... go through all that and they, like you, you. I know one person. They're about to get a divorce. They, uh, they're famous. He was about to get a divorce for whatever reason with his wife, and he got sick, came up with cancer. He's famous, y'all. Somewhat famous. He died recently. Fredericks. He was about to get a divorce from his from Tammy, and Fredericks. His name is Jason Fredericks, and he literally got sick, and that's the reason why they pulled them back into their marriage. This him getting sick and having cancer and almost dying saved their marriage. Uh, that's not everybody. Uh, even if they had got the now, if they had got the divorce final, I don't think that they would have went and remarried. 
I think that she was just stood by his side, you know, from now on. So, divorce, when you go through that, it's like almost like no turning back. So, uh, one thing people do like to throw in the divorcee's face is you might go back to your ex. Nah, I ain't going back there. Not this one. Not, not, not me or my brother. My uh, brother and I are not going there. Uh, like... It's a it's a video on uh TikTok that said you rather go mop the sea or go back to your ex. I'll be out there mopping that water and knowing it ain't going mm-hmm. nowhere. You don't go nowhere. You can you you stay out there your whole entire life. You wouldn't even make a dent in the in the. But I must mop that's the how, sea. That's how much you'd be willing <laughs> to, to do than to go back. And deal with. I co-parent with you all because this like, and that's the thing people don't understand. Like a lot of people don't understand with the legal part with all the stuff you gotta do, like all the court systems you gotta deal with, the parent plans, the stuff. I'm not going back. Like I don't, like I have so much peace, and I like I know that I'm where I'm supposed to be. Like after it. But y'all, like, if you remember from the first part one installment, you know, I was dealing with people like I had one that I was dealing with through the transition or whatever. And a lot of people be they be pinpointing you because you're a divorcee uh, or because they think that you're more vulnerable or something, you know, or somebody more susceptible to they they have their own issues, too. So you have to be careful that when dating. Cause recently, y'all, I didn't deal with some raggedy folk. Like, if I'm being honest, like, just raggedy. Like, so I have to protect me and protect. Have to think about. Okay, you got a child, so of course I'm not bringing. Nobody has met met Carrie that I've dated because I just feel like they weren't worthy enough. It wasn't nobody like worth me bringing my daughter around like because i have to be careful you know people crazy out here but like these this last person portrayed themselves as something and then they weren't they ended up if i'm just go ahead and lay it out there they ended up being married like and for me no you knowing that i was married and i desire marriage for you to be married and playing with me, that that's crazy. Like, don't do I honor covenant so much. Like, this a marriage is very important to me. You know, like, so for someone to play, play like that, don't do that. Don't do that at yeah, all. You ain't separated. You met you married. You you but. sitting right beside your wife while you texting me. Goodbye. So, so my um you know, but through, it wasn't no signs of it. It wasn't no signs of it. I'll say that because I don't want people saying, "Well, was there any sign?" It wasn't any sign of it at all. It was people just manipulate. Yeah, straight manipulation. Yeah, you're right. So, well, of course, now with me, I'm um with someone, but before then, two. So it's three relationships before where I am now, and so this is four after divorce. That's serious relationship. And one of them, I was in, I was uh, really, we were living together and stuff. 
not gonna speak on it, but we, we you know, you live and you learn. She found her true per partner through me, and maybe that was, you know, and that's okay. We we're we're good, but um, uh, and then the last one before, you know, she was, you know, you 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 learn yourself, but then you also want to test it as a man and maybe as a woman too, see how far you can go a little younger. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, just, you know, flirting and seeing how far you can get with someone. And then, hey, there you go. It, it worked. So now you had know. dated somebody younger? Shut up, Johnson. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to see, make sure the people understand. I know who you dated, but I'm just saying, you dated somebody younger? How was that? Like, and how much younger? You don't mind sharing? She ain't gonna listen. I'm I mean, trying, you ain't telling. I'm trying to think. Like ten long. years? No, she wasn't there. Was Seven, eight. Yes, eight years. Eight years. Okay, younger. So you eight years younger. I wasn't. It was. It was. You think eight years ain't a lot, but shoot, it, it can be it, because it's certain things that. If it, it's a it's a lot when you're in your twenties and it's eight years. She's in her twenties. I'm in my early, early 30s. So that makes it different because you're still trying to do Enjoy what it life. You, Yeah. And with her, she had a kid. So that kind of forced her to not be able to live out the rest of those fun times and gave me the illusion that she was more mature. Than but, she uh, was. Yeah. But you can, you you know, of course. Are women trifling out. out here? Like, male this is perspective not, this in is the not dating. that kind of podcast. But I'm saying, are women, because like men are, you know, you know what I do. Too many with. women um, listeners. But I'm saying, are, but just be honest with the women. Like, are women, women are just to, as trifling as me, or players as, as men are out here? From what I've, from what I've, from what you've experienced. What I've experienced. Yes, women are definitely doing the most out here. Uh, me, y'all see a man, me and a more visually right creatures. We and we're more vocal with it too. Ah, oh, she fine, that kind of thing. Y'all do this, and, but it's like y'all tend to. Don't women, say y'all now. Say women some tend women. To, women tend to. Some women. Women. Some women. Dress or desire certain looks that they society has deemed that it's like ooh uh you get your lashes done but when did this happen you get your now the lashes don't okay. want you come for the lashes now something i need my lashes done sometimes but you know us men you know it brings out your eyes and you know some some men because you don't need no makeup with lashes all you need is lashes and lipstick okay Fracting at the end of the day, y'all can play us real good. Girl can have, because that's what happened with the last one. She had another dude on the side from work, you know, cheating on me. That's cool. She had a dude on the side. Yes. So she she had a side chick and she, I mean, a side dude, and you were the main guy? Or were, yes. you, the, or were you the side? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> she had a side dude. Okay, wow. This was the younger one or yes, someone? The younger one. The younger one. Okay, the younger. For sex. That's what the, the dude was for sex. Oh, wow. Okay. And um, you were for like 
long term. And yeah, she was using. Okay, I got was, it. I was your, I was her ticket, and her 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 way of like I'm a, proving to herself that she's mature now. But she wasn't. Yeah. Wow. Men, women out here doing like now, so basically people just need to heal. Like, I wouldn't say because you can have your healing through through a partner. Let me tell you about the one I have now. Ugh. You said what? The one I'm dating now. Now the one you're dating now. Ugh. Just so. Bad. I love her. Of course you do. Um, no, for real, she's um. You know, you, you. I asked the right questions, so mm -hmm. now I've dated someone younger who kind of made me feel like, huh? You know, not turn a hoe into a housewife, but because I didn't know she was a hoe, I thought she was a former hoe. <laughs> I but, hope no kids listening to this. Nah, I'm just playing. This ain't kid. But it's like you kind of figure out. You know, she she had dreams. She had she had a career. She's mm -hmm. doing stuff for herself, so it's attractive. That's attractive to me. But it's like, hmm, you really ain't ready for this. And her not being ready threw me off guard because I thought she was ready. And um, You feel like she wasted your time? I feel like, yes. Mm -hmm. She knew what she, she knew she was not where I, where she said she was and where I wanted us to be as far as on, on one accord. The other one, of course, you know, learn from her, you know, the living together thing. We did live together. So mm -hmm. it was, um, it felt like, okay, I can get with the, I, I got my own little, like, basically, now I can tell you what I, what I like and dislike. Like, now I left, I live with two people. I kind of like, you know what, I really don't like this or you know, or I can comp. I find that I'm more compromising than, than um, than ever, which is okay. You know, because happy wife, happy life for the home part. Um, but you gotta be happy too. I can't. I do. Yeah. Okay. So, so what do I do? Huh? You give me the man cave, or we ain't got enough money for man cave right now. Give me like I need like music room. We ain't got enough room for all that. I just need like a time to play. Or time to just watch, like me time, like and y'all can bother the kids can bother me. Y'all come bother me in a minute, but you know, it's kind of like you gotta find out what the works balance. for you, what works for you in your home. So that was something that I figured out. Now, and uh, of course, the first one was just ugh, we ain't gonna talk about it. So she was just uh, that was just a back in the saddle sense. type thing. <laughs> You was so, getting back into it. Yeah. So anyway, where I am now, you know, ask the right questions. Ask the right questions. Everyone's story meeting up is gonna be unique. But um. How did y'all meet? This is not that kind of podcast. I mean, it's dating after divorce. We met at work. My work. I work as a musician, and so I was coming. I Check was, them out on YouTube, Grady L. Henderson. Yeah. Work working, I found um, I was coming downtown from my goddaughter's prom send off, and I went, and I wasn't gonna go because I didn't want to, 
because to play downtown, it's it tired, wasn't it? I wasn't even tired. I was just tired of silkies. But uh, so went down there and anyway. I saw this person kept on staring at me, and uh, I was like, "Now that's different from I, what sis said." Anyway, this girl was staring at me because she's weird. <laughs> I'll just play. Out no, she was. He was staring at her. <laughs> no, I'm she was staring at me first because mm-hmm. she wanted to find the saxophone player. She loved sax, and mm-hmm. then she she saw, saw me there, and I'm like, "Hmm, she feeling? She digging what I'm what I'm playing? I can tell when someone is enjoying what I'm playing." And so, I told Eric, the lead singer, that's gonna be my wife. And proceeded to come up to her and talk to her. She had two bodyguards, one who was really more outgoing than anybody, her auntie. But uh, auntie was like, hey. Savannah was like, hey. And then her mama, who's the the bodyguard, was like, mm-hmm, what you doing here? And uh, kind of talked to her for a little bit, them for a little bit, see what they were doing, what they up to. I wanted to get, came back for a second set, saw the guy walking around with roses. If you know anything about um, Bill Street, wanted to give her a rose. Um, this fool did not come back at this particular time. And then when he, no, nah, he did come back. I kept on, I did everything I could while I was playing to get his attention, to stop moving so I could get the rose and have him send it to the table. But anyway, they, but lucky for me, she didn't leave. And we were able to, uh, I gave her my number, her phone, she said, so this is what she said. Her, she left her phone at the airport. She's from Minneapolis. Left the phone at the airport. And um, comes comes down, and, uh, and uh, I'm like, that's weird. So I got her number anyway, and I'm like thinking that, wow, she could just told me she didn't want to get my number. But anyway, I I text her the next day. Of course, she wouldn't get it until later on. She um, but Monday when she got home at the airport, they had her phone. They had it safe, and she um was able to text me back. And so there you go. That's how I started it. I think the the biggest issue um that I had in the past that I didn't have here in the beginning was that we shared everything. Not shame, but you know, you get older. I think it comes with age too. Yeah. So you wanna dating after thirty hit different. Dating after thirty hit different, but it's like you, you, the regret is or the grief of marriage, divorce is that you got married at a good age to be able to grow with each other now, mm-hmm. but now you ain't grown, went through divorce, so now you're a little different. So now it's like. It hit different. Marriage hits a little different, mm. and so now she um, you ask the right questions. We got, oh, you're more honest. You ain't got time for games. You know, you, of course, a guy you want to impress still, but I did, I didn't lie on certain things. Certain things I would have lied about in the past to make my uh, self look better. Then maybe would have tried to fix it, um, or to make it turn into a truth. That would be my goal. Yeah, I got a million dollars in the bank. <laughs> and don't then, have. Then try to find a million dollars. Try to hit the lotto or something, you know, real fast, so I can prove that, you know, that kind of thing. So that that was beneath me now. 
Um, if you can take because you've matured. Yeah, take me like take me as you, take me as I am. You know. And if you don't want it, you know, better I'm, don't. I, I bet you, I bet you, I will eventually become a millionaire. But I need, I would need the support, and yeah. I, that's what I'm looking for. I, you, you know, I can't do it alone. If I probably could, it'd probably take forever, and I'd probably end up doing something shady or messing with some people or not noticing the wolves around me. But uh, no, nah, when you got you got the right the right person beside you, you can accomplish so much mm-hmm. so quickly and so effectively uh, if you just trust and believe in each other. And that's the kind of thing that I get with Savannah. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, uh, you know, uh, we we dating still. You got your own little, you know, things that might come up maybe, um, but nothing from the divorce, nothing on my end. The divorce or from that marriage. It's keeping, it's tearing apart anything that I'm, or even hindering anything with the marriage right now. I mean, with the the dating, the the relationship right now. Well, that's good. It's because, you know. You've had all the I trial and error. I, I have been divorced, what, 2000? Nine, no, no, 2019 was official. That's a long time coming. Yeah, so that's three yeah. years. Yeah, so. Yeah. So that's good. Um, anything else you would like to provide to the people? Any advice or anything for male or female? For most males need to learn how to enjoy and love themselves, truly love themselves, and be confident. If you just because you whatever you've done, most of the time it's your fault. <laughs> but, but but I'm 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 rare. It was it wasn't my fault with my divorce, but. Y'all be tripping out here, y'all be, you know, don't you sit there and just mope around and then try to be a player, a dog, the whole, your whole life, you know, um, fix yourself, you knew, you knew you did wrong, find out why, find out who you are, and when you find out who you are, find out where you want to be and who you want to be, and, uh, live in that truth, that means that you're going to have to get some kind of help, counseling-wise, mm-hmm. but you need to understand you need to start talking out loud to you and to uh someone professionally about why you made the mistakes you did now if you didn't make any mistakes capellas that um understand that every woman ain't perfect and um it ain't it it, it, it might not be your fault but i bet you that you'll ask the right questions next time and it doesn't mean being suspicious of everyone. You can't just sit there and be walking on eggshells. Well, they, they can't be walking on eggshells with you, thinking you might, you know, accuse them of anything just because you've been you've been hurting your relationship, ladies. Right. Um, get a get that guy a chance. Uh, step out there, put your boundaries up, but don't put him up to where it looks to where it looks like Fort Knox or it looks like. Um, the demilitarized zone in Korea. It can't look. We can't. We don't need to see it. We just need to feel that we need that we shouldn't. We can't just walk up in your house, like so to speak. Mm-hmm. We 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 need to understand that we need to knock. We need to understand you're gonna answer with your ring. You know how you go through your process. You we gonna understand that you're gonna one by one take a lock off. You got a bunch of locks. That's what we need to feel like. We don't need to feel like we're going to get shot if we knock on the door. So uh, 
basically what I'm saying, the analogy is um, put your walls up, but gradually as the person proves themselves and it has you lay out, you just what you need to be proven. He got to know what he, you know, he, he'll come correct. If he come correct, he, you know, a time only tells, but t- not only with time, but you just feel it. You know, things can happen so quickly. Things for me and Savannah happen quickly. And it happened quickly because we were honest with yourself. So if you're truly honest with each other and you can feel that honesty, you can just feel it. When someone's genuine, you can feel it. And uh, there you go. Both of y'all, men and women, you got to you gotta love yourself first. So love who you are. This has been Gray Henderson. And thank you and good night. Uh, really? I would like to also give a shout out to um, Mama. I love you. I'm not fi- y'all. That th- see, this is why you can't have your folks on your show. Like he didn't close my show. I ain't told y'all oh. about it or nothing. But yeah, anyway, I hope that shut up. <laughs> see this. <laughs> this might have to be edited. But nope. anyway. So, thank you for coming on the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. We appreciate you here at Collect Your Life. Where your money? Where your money? See, money black people, you get something. I'm going to walk out of here in this house or something. <laughs> See, <laughs> y'all, I cannot deal with my brother. I wish y'all could see this man trying to take stuff out of my house. But anyway, uh, we appreciate you for coming on the. Don't try to take, try to take my data rule table. Oh, uh, we appreciate you coming. Like this was really good, and I hope it helps somebody, uh, especially male, uh, get in the male perspective, women. Because for me, it, like really opened my eyes to see, like if you know, if I were to date a divorcee myself, you know, I would see, kind of like you know how their how their mindset is or whatever but it's really good it was good having you bro you gonna come back for another type of episode mm-hmm. see you just can't do right can't do chicken. right anyway some chicken yeah. you want me to fry some chicken you I'm need some baked buy, chicken you, you rather me buy some chicken he won my cooking. Anyway, thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. And this has been episode 13, Dating After Divorce, part two.